0: Tell me when to press it. I just did. Oh Well, I did it. You're so fucking... <laughs> you're so sly. Uh, Darren, welcome back. Uh, welcome back to the basement. Thanks, man. Uh, I, I got some new headphones. Uh, it's kind of weird. Did you get those for Christmas? I did.
1: Uh. I got these for Christmas.
0: You got those for early Christmas. Early Christmas, that yeah. is right. Yeah, it doesn't really count. You know what I was thinking last time was we could... We didn't like we we sat next to each other we really didn't have to do that we could have we could have been looking at each other more face to face like we typically do there yeah was, we, there was no reason to be side to, side by side well
1: we typically st- stare at each other face to face through the black void through the black mirror uh void that is a computer screen do you
0: think i should hold this closer to my mouth or closer to the mic
1: you should hold it closer to the mic okay i think I'm not a sound tech. I know my sound kind of sounds a little bit uh, clipped right now. Maybe turn those levels down. You want, <laughs>
0: them, you want them down? Okay. Yeah. Wait. How,
1: okay, I'm talking normally right now. Normally, 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 normally. Life is but a dream. All right. That
0: is that better? That's or, better. Okay. How, how am I sounding?
1: You sound great. I think you sounded better than me last episode.
0: Okay. And you're mad about it?
1: I'm not mad. I'm just, you know, I'm just hurt.
0: Here's what happened: is I took the time to do noise reduction on my track so that I would sound better. I think that I sound weird to myself because, like I said, these are new headphones and they're like noise canceling, and so like when you can't hear yourself talk and you just hear it, it's it sounds different and weird, you know? Yeah. Uh, so but can
1: you you can hear yourself talk right now? Though. I
0: can hear myself. Through the, like, through the, the headphones.
1: Good. Yeah. Because like, that's why, well, when I normally record on my computer, yeah, you have it one. doesn't it doesn't give anything back to the headphones. Yeah. So it's weird that, that's why I always have only one yeah. headphone in, because, so I can hear myself talk, because it you're, drives me crazy.
0: You have checked out uh, yeah. most of the time.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, right now.
0: Darren didn't bring me McDonald's this episode. No, uh, but last
1: time I definitely off did. to a
0: bad start so far.
1: Jake is vegan, still eating those McDonald's hash browns. A
0: hash brown is vegan. What what's in there that's not vegan?
1: No, that's what I'm saying. You're that's yeah. why you ate the hash brown.
0: And I order, I'll order a Big Mac and just take the patties off. Yeah, <laughs>
1: take your patties off.
0: I eat. I buy. Uh, omnivore eat vegan. That's my policy.
1: Buy omnivore, eat vegan. That's that means Jake is a bisexual omnivore who eats vegans. No,
0: I, I purchase omnivore. Like, I'll buy meat. I'll buy veggies. Buy, yeah, you're a
1: bisexual omnivore.
0: No, no, no. B U Y.
1: That's okay. So it's been it's been confirmed. Now we no, we're no longer in the dark uh, in regards to Jake's sexuality on the show. Um, he has just said he is a bi and omnivore. He's a bisexual omnivore.
0: No, I'm saying I'm a vegan. Uh, but you, I'll eat hash browns. I thought you eat you eat vegans. Mm, I'd eat any human. So you're Darren. If you were just walking down the street and someone offered you human meat, would for free? Would you take it? Um, that's
1: an interesting question that that uh, delves into a lot of uh, parts of my id that I didn't know would exist. Uh, but now that you asked the question, it's bringing them to light in my head and uh it makes me nervous to think about because i'm i'm leaning towards yes
0: if they if they were like look man I, i'm gonna throw this away or give it to you and you like for somehow you knew that that was true like you knew that if you didn't take it they'd throw it away would you do it
1: so it is it disrespectful to just throw human meat away is it like rancid or is it cooked already right, it's pre-cooked no, you
0: have to cook it it's I have raw. to prepare it's it. It's raw, but it's fine. It's not old, or anything. and if I
1: don't cook it, it's just going in the dump.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's disrespectful. It's kind of wasteful, and the point is like it's not being otherwise used.
1: So it's it's it, either
0: you or the dumpster.
1: So it gets offered to me on the street by a random guy. Yeah, and he
0: has one glass eye.
1: <laughs> so he's saying I have to cook it. Yeah, and I he's have got to eat he's got it.
0: instructions on the best way to cook it.
1: So I take his little like human cookbook. I cook it,
0: I, and then I oh, have it's, to. It's eat not it. written down. It's just he transmits it to you verbally.
1: So I okay. So I remember the instructions verbally. Yeah, and
0: then I, I have
1: I have to I have to cook this foot by the best of my memory of what he told me.
0: No, you'll remember it. That's part of the deal.
1: I can't. I, you can't be so sure with no, me. No, you will. That's. Part I got of hit in the head a lot in high school. That's so part of the deal, Darren. I don't have a very good memory. Okay, well, so that would mean he would be. He would sit me down in a, like a lesson of how to cook the meat. Like it would just. be would It would become ingrained. Repeat in you. it a lot of times so that I would figure it out. Yeah. Uh no no I would not no it. I would not eat the human meat would you
0: Yeah of course for, for yeah why not Just well I okay there's one reason not to try it. Why? If you're gonna if you're afraid that you're gonna like it too much.
1: Okay, yeah. That's
0: that's the one fear.
1: <laughs> so I read an article about a guy who had his foot amputated and uh he got together like five friends who had I guess had a conversation before about like if they were presented with the opportunity to eat human meat, would they? And they all were like, Yes. So he brought or no, it was ten friends, and five stayed and ate it. And his, his foot, his amputated foot, he has to keep the foot. He asked to keep it. And then they, like, seasoned the meat. They, they like, cooked it up, chopped it up, seasoned the meat. Uh, and then they, they put it in, like, tacos. And um, they said it was gross. They said it was really gross.
0: Yeah. Why would you eat the foot? Like, the, fo- the foot has to be the worst meat on a human body, right? I don't
1: think necessarily. I, th- I would think it's pretty lean because it's got to have a lot of padding. There's probably some, I mean, there's probably, it's probably got some fat pads tough, in there, right? but like, yeah, it's probably pretty tough. I guess, yeah. That's, I don't know. just depends on how much stress that it, okay, went through. Okay, okay.
0: <laughs> you're walking down the street, this guy offers you human meat. If you don't eat it, you let's just assume you're going to take it. And then he, he opens up his trench coat and there's different parts of the human body. What part are you taking? The
1: breast. The breast? Actually, I would take none because I wouldn't want to eat the human. Did your
0: mic just... The do the audio just is it fine? Uh, I don't know. Check the levels. Oh, it sounds the same.
1: Okay. Uh, Great. Yeah. I mean, I noticed a little change too. Yeah, um, I don't know what that was. Is that did that come guess, unplugged a little? I'm bit? guessing it's this. Hang on.
0: This is a professional does this, podcast.
1: Does this sucker have batteries? Because it definitely sounds different. No, it doesn't. It's it, and the levels are still looking good. Yeah. Weird. Okay. Uh.
0: What's going on here?
1: I don't know what's going on. I yeah, I'm having trouble. Uh, you wanna you wanna speak into there again? Yeah, here I'm speaking. I'm speaking. There we go. Okay. Uh, I did you, did you? I didn't somehow... flip anything. I, d- I swear I didn't touch anything. But now that it's back. Now it I touched something better. and I fixed it. So huh. uh, that's the opposite of how my day has been going.
0: I'm um, just gonna. Okay. Uh. Well, that was weird. That was very weird, and it's happening again. Um. Um.
1: What's, uh, what's going on here?
0: You know, here, let me, let me just, okay, let's, uh, let's talk about our weeks with haste. So
1: I don't know. My week was okay. Christmas happened. Uh, all my family, uh, likes to drink for Christmas. We tried playing this game called, uh, the game of things. And they were like, they're like, why don't we just play it like cards against humanity? And I was like, first off, none of you are funny. And that wouldn't work, because none of you are funny. Second off, uh we have cards against humanity. We could just play cards against humanity. Let's play the (laughs) rules of this game. And then you should play
0: cards against humanity with the rules of that game.
1: Yeah, well (laughs) we could, yeah. That it would actually it would actually work. Uh basically the the point of the game is like you set out a prompt, everybody writes down a response to the prompt, and then uh the reader has to guess who said each thing and then it kind of goes around the table um seeing who can guess who will be the best at guessing uh who said what um so anyway uh my mouth is like right up on this sucker yeah um so anyway uh we tried uh playing this game and uh when I suggested that we just follow the rules of the game, like half of the table was like, like just staring daggers at me <laughs> because they were like, I want to play it like cards against humanity. How dare you say I'm not funny? And I was like, dude, uh, that's fine. I mean, this is a mob mentality <laughs> here. I'm not, but it, we, we ended up, I ended up convincing everybody to play it like the, how it's supposed to be played. But then it was just a mess after that. It was a sloppy mess. Nobody fucking followed the rules. And then I, someone even called me a rule-following bitch, and. Uh,
0: you're playing a card game.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and
0: can you imagine like the World Series of Poker? Some guys like <laughs> yeah. clearing the chips, and they're like, "You lost," and he's like, "Oh, oh, we're gonna, you're gonna be like that. You rule following <laughs> bitch. <laughs> oh, we're gonna go. We're, oh, okay." Why do, wait, guys! Why don't we just play like Cards Against Humanity? <laughs> why don't we just play this poker game like Cards Against Humanity?
1: <laughs> uh. Anyway, yeah, exactly. Like that's how it felt, and uh, yeah, that was my Christmas. Got saw a bunch of family members and got some good
0: good stuff. Got some good gifts. Got nice. some flannels. I got a flannel also.
1: Nice flannels are good.
0: Yeah, I got these pants. These Star Wars pajama pants. Nice. Yeah.
1: I can see Jake has not been outside today. He's wearing Bronco slippers and Star Wars pajama pants. Yeah, it's
0: fucking snowy out there.
1: Well, I am a polar opposite. I'm wearing long johns underneath that I got pee on. (laughs) I'd like to mention (laughs) today's not my day. Wait, how'd you get pee on your long johns? So I was peeing, (laughs) and I pulled them down, and then a lump fucking showed up, like, right underneath my dick, and... A little bit of pee splashed on, the, like, it just, like, for, like, a split second, <laughs> my pee just started splashing up, and I was like, what the hell? And then I, like, I, I looked down, and was a lump, so I pushed over, the, I pushed down the lump. Are you saying, like, an air bubble? Yeah, it was, like, a lump, like, it was a crease lump. Okay. Because I pulled down, I pulled the long johns, uh, like, when under When you say my... that
0: a lump showed up under your dick, that sounds like a much more serious issue. No, not this time.
1: <laughs> but I, yeah, so I- I mean, it's got a dinky door. Like, my, my long johns have a dinky door. So, I should have used the dinky door on this one. It's two-piece long johns. It's I'm not wearing a one-piece long john. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of leeway given when you have to pee. And, uh, unfortunately, a little bit too much for me today.
0: I'm relieved to hear that it wasn't my dog who peed on you when you got here. Because. Do I smell like pee? No. Good. He, but he do, he will pee when he's really excited. And the thing is. He, he got he was so excited to see you he was jumping all over you as if we hadn't had guests over every day this week
1: yeah he's he's i can hear him upstairs he's going ham as we speak
0: yeah my parents put him in his in his cage because they went out to eat
1: oh well well i bet when he comes out of that cage he's gonna be doing just fine yeah yeah
0: anyway uh did you have more to say darren
1: uh that's it oh i also can't wear white shirts because i i, I got this like great long sleeve uh van shirt that's like all white oh cool bro and uh i was eating pimento cheese in it and i got pimento cheese on the shirt and i was just thinking like i had another really cool long sleeve white shirt um that i got hot sauce on earlier this week and it always happens every time that way all my white shirts have some sort of stain on them
0: you know what you can do is just Uh, tie-dye them
1: i'm not gonna do that you could though i'm not the type of guy
0: Okay, you're trying to be this SoCal cool guy.
1: No, I'm not. I brought boots to your house. I've been walking around the snow in cowboy boots. You think that's the So the SoCal cool guy? Kinda.
0: All
1: right. In maybe, the '90s, maybe. Maybe yeah, maybe in the '90s and '80s, <laughs> but not today.
0: Well, d- time repeats itself. History repeats. Fashion repeats itself.
1: Yeah, everybody's saying that like the 2020s are going to look a lot like the 1920s
0: Uh, i fucking okay
1: you go to which i say "Uh, no they're not (laughs) because uh the 1920s was a hundred years ago and that's why
0: people okay people are like oh i can't wait till the 20s we'll have flappers again like hey remember how we had like Really bad segregation in the 20s and like world, like the world war,
2: yeah.
1: Like, remember all of that? Wait for the 20s, white people, white people, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) It's like the 2010s, the 2010s just happened, and guess what? They didn't look anything like the 1910s. No, it's
0: it's white people who are like, I want (laughs) to. I love how in the 1920s we appropriated black culture with <laughs> jazz while still being segregated. It was so fun. What a fun time.
1: And we couldn't drink. And there was still like a horrible underground mafia running each city. Each of the major cities. Um. Anyway, Jake, how was your week?
0: All that anyone knows about the 1920s is from half of the Great Gatsby they read in high school. <laughs> <laughs> that's true,
1: yeah. And that's what everybody... and i'm gonna hot take here that book's not even fucking good whoa yeah yeah i read it too in high school was not impressed yeah i could write a better book in five minutes it's not that it's not that i could but like <laughs> just i don't know it just wasn't for me it's just not my yeah there, i think there's better books out there i think so too i think i mean yes the great gatsby is it the best book ever judging, no. according to critics yes it is um and uh, is Citizen Kane the best movie ever, according to critics? Yes, it is. Are they the best movie movies slash books ever, according to us? No. Sorry.
0: Sorry. Because guess what? We're not in fucking Big Gatsby's pocket, okay? Guess what is the, the best movie, according to us?
1: Star Wars. Last Jedi. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's the best movie in the world, according to us.
0: Oh man, Darren, you can't bring Star Wars up. Uh,
1: Jake, how's your week?
0: My week was pretty good. It was fairly uneventful. I saw okay. Christmas happened. How was it uneventful? Well, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it was just fairly uneventful for for a Christmas week. It was just kind of. I went to a lot of places, saw a lot of people, but I feel like uh, you, you know only, you only get like
1: seventy-ish Christmas months, Christmas Christmas weeks. I mean.
0: Yeah. Well, this is at the bottom. <laughs> well, shit, one okay. of them's got to be the worst.
1: I guess it was. Okay. For
0: you, it was this one. No, I mean, it, it wasn't bad. I'm just saying it was like. I didn't do anything crazy. I would think or it's the, your
1: first. I would think the worst one is always everyone's first Christmas week because you're so dumb and fucking stupid that you don't even realize. What yeah, happens. you don't even
0: appreciate it. Yeah. You don't appreciate this one wipes your butthole after you poop. Yeah, you dumb fucking baby. <laughs> uh, but last night. I like, okay, so these, I had my new headphones on, noise canceling, and I, like, come downstairs, I heat up some leftover food that I had, a shrimp po' boy, wow. and, yeah, I was like, I microwaved it, I was eating it, my parents were watching Invictus in the living room while I was eating it, and then, like, I'm I'm, I'm done, and I'm going upstairs, my mom, like, waves me over, so I take one of my headphones off, and she's like, isn't this sport crazy? And I was like, she's talking about rugby, and I was like, yeah, and she's like, And that's what makes the movie crazy. Did your mom eat a bunch of edibles? (laughs) (laughs) I think she uh, wasn't in her right state of mind, we'll just say. (laughs) Oh, I got you. (laughs) And I was like, okay, mom, this was definitely worth me taking my headphone, like, diverting (laughs) my path, taking my headphone off. (laughs) Hey, that means she
1: loves you. She just wanted you to know her opinion on the sport of rugby and (laughs) the movie
0: (laughs) Invictus. I know how my parents feel about Invictus because it's one of the, like, two movies they watch. Do your parents have those movies that they'll just watch over and over again?
1: Yeah, Cars, um, because there are several babies in the family. Oh, okay. Well, not several babies. There's a couple babies. And uh, just Pixar in general. A lot of Christ movies, if it's no babies. Okay. Yeah, we Um, don't want those
0: babies learning about Christ.
1: Yeah, it's because it gets too brutal. Hmm. They'll watch, you know, um, Christ Scared Stupid, um, <laughs> Christ Goes to Prison.
0: <laughs> My parents probably four or five times a year watch Argo or Invictus. Uh, I've never seen
1: either of those movies, actually, all the way through. I've never even seen any of Invictus. I've seen Argo I saw some of until it, I fell asleep.
0: I saw some of it, ironically, in a high school English class. Because we were just talking about Great Gatsby.
1: Uh, that might be ironic. Okay, you you connected it. Good enough. Um. Anyway, Jake. There was, ugh,
2: fuck,
0: fuck. There was like
1: I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to trigger anything.
0: I saw Star Wars again, and I like I didn't want to get into it, but there was like one thing I wanted to say, but I can't remember what it was.
1: Also, I was about to see Star Wars again, uh, and. I made my friends believe that I haven't seen it (laughs) up until about two days ago. And I
0: was like, guys, I got to be honest with you. I've seen it. Can I? Okay, so I saw Star Wars twice. And it's kind of a weird experience watching a movie. Like, you know everything that's going to happen. It's just like, like, you just see it and you're like, oh, this will happen next. So that was the first time. And then the second time... I, I sort of enjoyed it more because I just turned off my mind and I was like, "Don't think at all. Don't, don't, tr- don't try to think about this movie. Just enjoy the visual spec." And I did enjoy it more. Yeah, I think because it,
1: that's how I suggested it should be watched. Yeah, yeah.
0: It, it's just a, it's just a big dumb movie. It's. I was, so I saw it with my cousins and my brother and they were like, oh yeah, we really liked it. Like, why didn't you like it? And I was, I was like reluctant cause like no one want no one wants to hear someone like shit on a movie that they liked. And that's why I didn't offer it, you know, like, but they were asking and I was like, well, the story is dumb. Like, yeah, all these little things. Oh, I know what I was going to say. So yeah, I mean the story, whatever. We talked about that in length, but General Pride, for some reason, is, like, in charge of the fleet now, and he's above General Hux, right?
1: Okay, I didn't know that was his name, but yes.
0: Yeah, he just, like, s- Richard E. Grant just sort of sho- sh- sort of shows up. Yeah. Uh, well, it turns out that there is an explanation that's canon for why that happened.
1: In Fortnite? No. Dude, that's another thing we could talk <laughs> about, but
0: yeah it's go on if you ride the star wars galaxy's edge ride at disneyland it has the it has the in-universe canon explanation for why general pride is in charge of the fleet now and why like
1: (laughs) so another thing um (laughs) you know how in the opening crawl it says palpatine has like released a transmission or something of that nature so that transmission is in Fortnite.
0: Oh, boy. so you have to play
1: Fortnite. It's the canon transmission. You have to play Fortnite oh, to find it. Oh boy, Star Wars just like that's why it's just a let. It's just letting me down because it's like shit like that where they're obviously making these like canon things because they want the super yeah. fans. They want to make money off of the super fans. Yeah, it's it's just it's just weak storytelling that they could obvious they could definitely fit it into the fucking opening crawl which is like a staple of star wars where it just uh, explains everything that happened between the last two movies
0: in the opening crawl i uh, okay we we shouldn't do this oh uh, yeah we should
1: <laughs> we have a because we do have a big list this time uh yeah. this is this is a big episode this, uh, is, this is
0: the first episode of the new century
1: yeah this well, of the, oh, okay yeah All my right.
0: calendar resets on the 20s okay great
1: <laughs> uh this is the first of a two-parter this episode is going to be our best of 2019 and then next episode we're going to do the best of the decade
0: yeah darren suggested we do a bottom 10 of the decade which would just be
1: it would be bad nearly
0: impossible i think
1: yeah i don't think we could do that I'm going to say it. Jack and Jill is the worst movie of the decade. I haven't I, seen it, and I know that. I don't
0: know. It I, That's going to be a tough list. We'll talk about that next time. But for this time, uh, Darren, do you want to talk about, like, how you put your list together? Anything that surprised you?
1: Uh, Yeah, I kept... So, basically, I just... <clears throat> I really had to, like, have some refreshers on, like, what came out this year. Yeah. Because it honestly, like comparatively, it wasn't that great of a mo- year. For- I mean, it was a good year for movies. Like, yes, it was Snickle's first 10 out of 10 uh, that happened. Jake had one, two one sec- 10 out of time Sorry, my
0: girlfriend's texting me a lot. She's she's a little worried.
1: Okay, so I'm just going to fill in time. Um, no, just keep talking. So I'm just explaining why I'm on my um, phone. That's okay, Jake. You don't need to explain it. You can just do it. And I'll just keep talking. Now we're sidetracked. Uh, so, anyway, I had to get some refreshers of what came out this year. Because, and, like, that kind of reminded me that there was... A lot of the movies that came out were, like, memor- like not very memorable. So I put down first the ones that I remembered. Because I was yeah. like, if I remember them now, that means that they were my favorites. So I, And I had probably half the list at that point. And then I had to look through and be like, okay... Um, some of these, some of these I knew and I really liked, and I just had to look at them again to remember that how much they liked them. Some of them I was like, oh, that came out this year. Well, that's, I really like that. (laughs) I remember that before. I just didn't think it came out this year. Um, so anyway, um, that's how I kind of how I scrounged together my list.
0: I had a very similar, uh, I, I knew basically what my top five or so would be. Just based on, like, just remembering. Yeah. And then I looked through every movie that I saw at AMC because it's all just in the app. And I would, there was, like, a couple that I was like, oh, yeah, I'll put that on the list. And then the last couple spots, I was a little unsure. So I, like, looked through some lists of what came out this year. There's a there's a very good chance that you'll say a movie and then I'll have forgotten about it and not put it on my list.
1: Yeah, that um, usually happens with our lists on yeah. the show.
0: I, I agree that it wasn't, like... I don't think it was an amazing year. Uh, admittedly, neither of us have seen every movie. We never will. Yeah. See every movie that came out this year. I know that there are some that I probably would really like that I haven't seen yet. Yeah. So this is just t- top ten movies that we've seen. I think that it might not be the the deepest year, but I think there were some really good movies. I think. Like, I think so too. I think the highs were really high.
1: Yeah. When we and we liked different movies too. I mean. Yeah. I know one that's going to be on my list that definitely is not going to be on your list. Yeah, the Lighthouse. Well, <laughs> I, you didn't have to say it, but yeah. Sorry, you can bleep it.
0: We can bleep it.
1: That'll be the thumbnail for the YouTube video. <laughs> Just the lighthouses on mine. It, with Jake going, <laughs> with Jake making like a, I like guess, like a wincing face. Like, Aww.
0: Yeah, because you know I can't stand it when someone likes a movie I didn't like. Yeah,
1: Jake's like a star. He's like the worst Star Wars fan. But like, with regular ass movies.
0: Uh, Darren, you want to go to first?
1: Sure. Um. So... Five, six, seven. Just had to make sure I had ten because <laughs> I did not want to go into the go into this list having nine and just having to fucking <laughs> make it up. Make up a
0: number one. <laughs> um,
1: so my number ten movie is Hobbs and Shaw.
0: Oh wow. Because the best honestly, movie of the year is Darren's number ten. The greatest movie of all time. Is my number, Darren's ten. <laughs> number ten. <laughs> so you said uh, it was a bad year
1: for movies. <laughs> so um <laughs> I I really do think that this is going to be up in, like, the lexicon of, like, our version of those 80s action movies that are way over the top. I think this is, like, a revival of those types of movies, um, and I think th- this is the best Fast and Furious incorporated movie. Okay. Like, obviously, it's not a Fast and Furious core movie, but it's, like, of all of the movies that fast and furious has made i think this is the best one
0: do you think that's because most of the actors in fast and furious are bad yeah i (laughs) I really do and they they
1: got the best two actors of all of them and they made a fucking and they got a really good director and they made a fucking really good action movie it was a really fun action movie and it embraces its stupidity it like goes it pushes it to like 10 (laughs) and the camera work is beautiful the stunts are amazing and yeah, I just had a lot of fun during the movie. So that's Hobbs and Shaw is my number 10.
0: Number 10 for me, they shall not grow old. Uh I thought about I thought about putting Free Solo on in at the 10 spot cuz I saw it this year. Oh yeah, uh, but it was last year. Yeah, but I I don't know. I don't know how that all works. It's our fucking it's our list. There's no laws. There's no uh, legal laws. I mean, I, I assumed that all these movies would have to be released in 20... 20- but what if they had, like, a limited, the- uh, like, festival run? I guess, yeah. <sighs> I would count the re- the wide release as the main release. Well, look, I didn't put it on here. But They Shall Not Grow Old... Uh, Did you see this movie? No, I really wanted to. Oh, though. yeah. It's the World War II documentary... World War... Yeah, it must have yeah, been World War II, War II I think, yeah. That uh, Peter Jackson basically, like, just got a ton, a ton of old footage that they recorded during World War Two, and he was like, okay, well, let's see, like, what we can do with this, and so he just had, like, some, someone, like, restore just a little bit of it, and it looked, like, so good. They colorized it, they restored it, it, it was beautiful, and so he, like, I, in some ways, I feel like this would be harder to make than just, like, a, a, a movie with n- nothing, no restraints. Because he had to go through, like, hours and hours of this footage. They had to restore it all. He had to, like, make sort of a cohesive plot. They There was no sound. So, like, they recorded sound of, like, they read all the lips of the people who were talking. They, like, voiced over what they would be saying. They got, like, accurate like model cannons to fire anytime like a cannon is firing or whatever it's just after the movie there's like a little bit where he's like okay you can stick around if you want to see how i made it and it's almost more interesting than the documentary itself which is like a very i mean it's like world war Two and it's fascinating but this like how he put together this story is incredible it was i don't know it was one of my favorite documentaries i've ever seen yeah i really really want to see it i've
1: been interested in seeing it for a while um all right, my number nine movie, which is one I just saw, I haven't even I haven't even gotten a chance to review it yet. Oh wow! Uh, uncut, Star Wars, uncut gems, yeah. Oh, uncut gems. Um, it might be it's a little bit over directed, uh, but the it's just like so. It's really like kinetic, like it's uh, it's sort of a different edge type of like edge of your seat thriller okay um because it's essentially adam sandler plays the same type of character he always does yeah a fucking dumbass but like (laughs) in this one it's to the point where it's more realistic and because it's more realistic it's scary because he's making all these stupid decisions with that can like seriously affect his life and um I just had a lot of fun watching it. It, it gave a lot of credit to the audience. Um, just basically saying, you know, giving credit as far as, like, assuming the audience can follow all this. Yeah, um, Sort of it,
0: the opposite of some other movies. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> and if you don't pay attention, you might miss something, but it'll, you know, it'll bring, you'll, you can bring, it, bring yeah. it up later through context clues and stuff. It's kind of like, it's sort of like Nolan. It's like, in my opinion, it was kind of like directed like a Nolan movie uh it was the subject matter and like dialogue of a scorsese movie okay. and the atmosphere of an altman movie huh so it was really this cool blend of all these obvious like inspirations for directing yeah and sandler did a great job uh it was the f- yeah i mean really the first time i've seen sandler act really really well and he hits any you I heard that he did a really good job acting in this movie, and I was like, oh, he must have some like crazy character moments where he like goes totally out of body, but it didn't really happen like that. He just has really good character moments where he's in the character of kind of just like Adam Sandler, but it's
0: just a different side of him, and hmm. I really enjoyed watching it. I haven't seen that one yet. I... I have a com- I have complicated feelings on that movie because I want it to be good because I like to watch good movies. I've also got a ten dollars bet with my friend that I don't think Adam Sandler will be nominated for Best Actor, and he thinks that I he will. I don't think he will. I don't think he will. Well, I got ten dollars
1: on it. I think that the as always, I think the Academy is going to be up their own ass for this one, and I don't yeah. think they're going to. I don't think they're going to buy that one.
0: I mean, I I haven't seen it. I was just
1: I don't know. I think you're right. I don't think he will be because. He did a very good job, but I think the subject matter of the movie itself warrants that it won't be picked by the Academy for anything, really. Maybe soundtrack. It had a really good soundtrack. It was 10 uh, Tricks Point Never Again. Okay. On the soundtrack, he did the last Safety Brothers movie as well.
0: Uh, we shall see. My number nine climax. Uh. That was
1: this. That was this year, was Yeah. Was that this year?
0: Yeah. Interesting. Was yeah? I saw it this year. I. I saw it when it was released. I don't know. It was on list of movies released this year. Uh, that was a that was a fucking wild movie. Um, it's one of those. It's one of those movies that you, th- I think, you think about it so much, like right after you see it, and then it sort of fades from you a little bit. But like uh, when I was looking back through the movies, I saw it like. I don't. I, there's just something like crazy about that movie. It's it's a real experience. I would definitely watch it again. Uh, maybe I'd share some edibles with my mom. Hey <laughs> we could watch yo. it. Uh, just joking. Don't watch this movie with your parents, probably. I, <laughs> um, uh,
1: definitely do edibles
0: with your parents, though. Yeah. Uh, you need some help there, buddy.
1: I'm just raising. I resituated my ass. So yeah. I need to re, I need to re,
0: I need to raise up. There we go.
1: Okay. And my mic is raised
0: up. There you go. Looking good. Uh, <laughs> oops, just punch, punching that mic. It's just a, it's a wild ride of a movie. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, my nine out of ten. I think, <laughs>
1: I think you've already ra- rated it. No, um, I'm saying it's
0: my my number nine out of
1: ten. But you also gave it a nine out of ten. I Did think. I? I don't know what you gave it actually okay. um <clears throat> my uh my number eight movie is the lighthouse okay because i remembered the lighthouse like very vividly uh jake hated this movie i thought it was really creative as do you a remember the do you
0: remember star wars the rise of skywalker very vividly
1: Actually, honestly, <laughs> it fades so much more and I only saw it like a week ago. <laughs> All right. So, um The Lighthouse, I can remember certain specific scenes like very vividly. Uh I really liked I liked The Lighthouse better than The Witch. I'm going to be honest. I think it was more focused than The Witch.
0: Yeah, I think we both agreed that The Witch wasn't that great.
1: So, it's not that it wasn't great. It was like they're both good horror movies. Was The Witch the, great? I think The I think The, I think the Lighthouse just did it a lot better and it made the fact that it was just two people a little bit more creepy and um yeah I just had a lot of fun the end I love movies that end ambiguously and it's not that the end the like the last frame was ambiguous or anything but definitely the like a point in the last bit of the movie was ambiguous and I enjoyed that about it so yeah that's my number eight
0: cool my number eight uh it's us uh this is us yeah Ew. uh it was obviously not as good as get out um i i think that get out is like one of those movies that it's like impossible to follow up with you know yeah to, to make get out and then be like all right i'm gonna make another horror film that's like i mean that's an insane task and i think that us here's something i don't don't know how much i should get into this but i have a friend who he's like yeah after rewatching us like i didn't like it as much because like the story was kind of weak blah 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 but then he really liked midsummer and it's like what what do you like in a movie because it's this is very contradictory to me i mean he can like whatever he wants maybe just (laughs)
1: maybe he was just looking for a more unique experience because us is pretty like it's pretty just a straight up
0: Slasher. Yeah, just... I think it's. I think it's a well-executed slasher. It's fun. It's. It's funny. There's good. Like it. It's just. It's. It does a very good job of being what it is. It's not. I don't think it has nearly like the social message that Get Out does or any of that. But I think it's a. It's a. It's a fun movie. It's a slasher, which is one of my favorite types, and it's. It does a good job. So yeah. Nice. That's my number eight. I. It maybe should have been my number five. Um, because I got five on it.
1: Oh. Yeah. I see why you're saying that. Um anyway, my number 7 is Avengers Endgame.
0: Ooh, very low for Darren. So This is I can't believe you put it this low, Darren. Uh the here's why it's so low. Okay. Because this movie would
1: not be anything without its preceding films. Yeah. And on its own, it would almost make no sense. But Maybe. like Not that, okay, it's not that it wouldn't make any sense, but it's just like you're thrown into this world without knowing anything. Yeah. If you just watch this movie on its own, it doesn't stand on its own as well as it does, nearly as well as it does after having watched all of the Marvel movies. Yeah. Namely, you really only need to watch like Civil War, I think you watch Civil War, War,
0: Ant-Man, Infinity War, Ant-Man and 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 the the Wasp. Wasp. (laughs) Jake's just going to throw Ant-Man into every Marvel
1: every story arc um i loved this movie i thought it was fantastic yeah uh like very satisfying conclusion um each of the characters arcs were like wrapped up very well but yeah the reason it's not higher is just because it doesn't stand on its own as well for me i mean for some people they can say you know i can jump in and just but who would say things? that? Who would
0: say that if they hadn't seen it? Well,
1: why also why would you watch Endgame yeah. before you watch <laughs> any other? I mean, it's just yeah, you're just ruining the all of the Marvel movies yeah. if you watch Endgame first. So yeah, that's another thing, is like it has a negative effect if you just watch it without <laughs> any of the Marvel movies. So yeah, that's why that's my number seven.
0: Uh this is really low, Darren. I'm pretty surprised. My number seven is Avengers Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: Uh, you should have mentioned that earlier have a back and forth about this, but I see you wanted to get that little joke. In there. So explain why it's your number seven.
0: Um, I think sort of like you said, like I, I really enjoyed the experience of watching it. It was, it was maybe the only movie ever where people cheered when it happened and I wasn't mad about it because I didn't cheer. That ain't me. Jake what?
1: wants everyone to know that he did not cheer. I didn't, but like That's I, gonna be a new Snickles shirt. Jake didn't cheer.
0: Uh like I, I I felt excitement. I was like, oh fuck. Hitting the mic. Uh he's
1: so excited he hit the mic. Yeah,
0: I was like, yeah, like when when he when he grabs the hammer, like I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, like that's awesome. Yeah. There's just like so many cool moments. The story, like the whole time travel shit is pretty fucking whack, in my opinion. <laughs> But in its defense it's like you
1: there's no movie and it kind of speaks to this it makes a joke about it in the in the movie yeah. itself where they're like you can't really write there's no good way to write time travel yeah. movies but we have to do it.
0: I I I get that and I understand it. And it as a movie I don't know how great it is but like as an as a conclusion as an experience it's the second best finale to that sort of thing right behind rise of skywalker
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, great
0: just a little sneak peek of what's ahead
1: (laughs) jake is going to review his score (laughs) anyway yeah
0: i mean like you said it it doesn't really stand on its own it's a great experience for what it is yeah um all
1: right number six uh, my number six movie is Jojo Rabbit. Um, and I just thought be, it's because, so the tonal shift did get, get me off guard and I was not prepared for it. Normally in a movie, I would not like that, but I think with this subject matter, you know, in the back of my head, I was like, I'm expecting it to, I'm expecting yeah. something bad to happen soon. This is a very... S- cause they made such a goofy comedy out of such a serious time in the world. And, um, yeah. In the back of my head, I was just like, this is too much fun. Something is going to happen. <laughs> like, yeah. So it didn't really bother me in hindsight. Um, it, and up until then it did just, it was just a really good, gr- good character study of this little boy. And like, growing up it, it kind of is like what if someone in your the member what if someone has a weird f- it, it's a comment on fanaticism it's a comment yeah. on what if someone in your family has a vastly different belief than you do um,
0: what it like he was, he's too young to understand really like what what yeah. they're really because he, he genuinely believes that Jews have like horns and that they're yeah. demons and all of that
1: which and like a lot of fucking nazis like young nazis actually did believe that yeah so it and that's like i that's another reason i love this movie so much is because it literally just pokes fun because those are some of the funniest moments of the movie it literally just pokes fun at the fact that nazis used to think that like young nazis used to think that by just (laughs) doing it it just showed it it didn't put any like any twist on it other than like the the jew girl was like telling him all of the stuff <laughs> about but like even so him believing all of it was just funny and it's like that actually that situation probably actually happened you know yeah and it was just funny it was like making fun of nazis for just being themselves like it they it didn't need any joke to go with it it was just like here are nazis this is ridiculous And it made an entertaining movie that um, really did a good job. The only thing I wished would have happened was like, I wish the Sam Rockwell character would have been explored a little bit more, but I think he had a good arc when all is said and done.
0: When you're making, when you're doing comedy, here's a little peek behind the scenes. You want to push things to their extreme. And that's sort of just what Nazis already are. (laughs) (laughs) Well said. Yeah. Uh, mine number six, we're on sixes? Yeah. Because you had Endgame at seven. Yes somehow. My number 6 is The Farewell. Uh I heard good things about it. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I think what was really interesting about this movie, did I, did I talk about this on an episode where you weren't able to record maybe? Did we talk about this? Possibly. I think that that's what it was. I watched it in like it, it It's sort of the opposite of the experience of some of these other movies I've been talking about where like as I watched it, I was enjoying it, and there were parts where I really felt engaged, and then, like, the credits hit, and I walked out of the theater, and I, like, then I really felt it. Kind of, like, hereditary. Yeah. I re- like, I really felt, like, emotionally, and just, like, like physically, sort of just, like, I've been, like, just beat up, you know? Just, like, not that I've ever been in a fight. I, I'm a coward. <laughs> <laughs> um... Another t-shirt. Jake is a (laughs) Uh, It like there were there were some really there were really funny moments. There were moments where like the grandma really reminded me of my grandpa, which I think were like some of some of the stuff that got me the most. Uh, And then. Yeah, like I, I enjoyed it and then I walked out and then I was like, oh, this hit me like much deeper than I thought it did and i i really enjoy a movie that does that it, where endgame i sort of watched it and i enjoyed it a lot and then i was sort of done thinking about it you know this like I, I thought more about it as i went on yeah um
1: yeah that's interesting i've heard a lot of good things about this movie and it's this one has oscar buzz i believe okay the farewell be, i think it
0: does that'd be cool um I'm. I'm pretty sure coming up, Darren has a movie on his list that I haven't seen that would make my list. I think not. Not necessarily right here, but I don't think so. Ahead on his list, no. I don't think so. Okay. Um, I
1: think you've seen every movie that's on my list from now. Okay. On. Um. Uh. Actually, well, I don't know about one. So okay. you might be right. You might be right. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, we're on number five now, right? Yes. My number five is Us okay uh pretty much what jake's got said. five on it i got five on it <laughs> i didn't even think about that but uh i think i do think that is one of the best parts of the movie is that yeah. like that really scary remake of that song which... i was watching
0: a basketball game the other day and they were playing that and yeah. I was like, that's so weird <laughs> and i saw a
1: college football uh marching band start playing it oh i was like why <laughs> i mean it's great uh and like that end sequence with the ball with the ballet was yeah. gorgeous
0: that's like a song if it comes on like your shuffle while you're like walking home at night and you have your headphones in yeah you take your headphones out and you're yeah, like, <laughs> for real
1: it's like seriously scary they made that song ser- and i yeah. love that song but like they made it very scary yeah uh anyway yeah it It is – I think Jordan Peele just tried to make a a good slasher, um, and he did. And I think there is a good amount of social commentary to be had there um, that I think you kind of have to just really look at, or maybe you make it your own. I took it as, like, um, typically – it didn't have so much to be – it didn't have as much to do with uh, racial – like, racial um, issues in this one. I think this one was more just – having to do with maybe mental health, but I think more just doubting yourself and, um, Hmm. looking at, uh, your own limitations. And I think that, um, this movie has the most to do. It's supposed to be a metaphor saying like your own worst enemy is yourself. Um, and I think that, uh, the sci-fi twist that they put on it kind of hides it very well. But that's sort of how I took it. And because I'm drawing that conclusion myself and other people aren't, or I've heard other people draw other conclusions that are like racial issues that I've kind of been like, "Mm, I don't know about it, but like, I'm glad you're reading into it. Yeah, that's why I like this movie, because it is something to talk about. And that's why I think Jordan Peele is such a good filmmaker. Um, And yeah, I think he proves it with us.
0: I think there is also something to it about, like, people who are being oppressed, like, rising up, working together, being able to do things that, like, the people above them can't. Exactly. Through I th- working together. I
1: fully agree with that, too. It is a class. It's another class yeah. um, system metaphor. I'm not well.
0: saying that there's none. I'm just, like, get out. It's so, like, it's so clear. It's so clean. hmm But I kind of like how
1: ambiguous us is, too. Sure. That you can draw your own conclusions yeah. from it. Because get out, there's... Several conclusions you can <laughs> draw from it, and there are all some things that you can pick out a- each time you watch it again and mm-hmm. again. Um, but yeah, that's why us is my number five. I really liked it a lot. Cool. Uh,
0: my number five, Jojo Rabbit. Uh, I I really enjoyed this movie. I wonder a little bit if this is a little bit higher than some of my earlier ones, just because I saw it more recently. Like I said, there. I think between my five and my six, you could draw, maybe halfway through the year, a line of, like, but part of that is that, like, the bigger movies come out later, and, you know, like, I don't know. I, who gives a fuck? Uh, <laughs> at, like, at the end of the day, if it's, if it's top ten, I really liked it, like, five versus six, who if you if you care about that, fuck yourself.
1: <laughs> well, you you've already had like Endgame and Us, which came out at the beginning of the year. Yeah. So, I don't blame you.
0: Yeah. Uh, Jojo Rabbit, everything that Darren said. It's I I Taika Waititi. He's just he's he's excellent. He's one of my favorite filmmakers. I think sort of like snuck up on me too because I I saw I saw Hunt for the Wilder People. I saw What We Do in the Shadows. I saw Thor Ragnarok and I really enjoyed all those movies. And then when I saw this, it really like hit me like, oh, I really like all of his movies. And so, yeah, like I, I I really, I really like someone who he's got like such a clear tone to all his movies, but they're also so different. Like you, you could watch any of his movies and you could probably, I don't know if you could, you could tell it's his because there's new zealand accents probably but like it's he's got superhero movies he's got like little indie all this different stuff that he's doing and they're just all great uh yeah like you said there is that tonal shift but again like it's in nazi germany so how like how hard of a tonal shift is it really that like things start going bad yeah (laughs) i i get what you're saying i'm just like it's it is always under the surface that, like, hey, this is a Jewish girl in Nazi Germany. And this is
1: of all of the I don't think there's any movie about Nazi Germany that's like as goofy as this one is. I can't think of another one. I mean no, Glorious Bastards not. is like a comedy, but it's not a goofy comedy. Yeah. And that has very serious undertones. They don't
0: have they don't have like Hitler yeah. doing like sight gags. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so yeah i i yeah i agree with you i mean yeah cool um number four my number four movie is knives out me too cool let's talk about it all right so this movie is the best murder mystery i've ever seen oh i'm gonna say it i i'm not even like clue nah not as good uh what is uh I guess Girl with the Dragon tattoo is technically a murder mystery. <laughs> nah, not having it. Knives out, it's funny. It is it the characters all seem real. The ending. Yeah. Like you can try your best to guess the ending, but you're not gonna guess all of those little loopholes. Like, there's very few chances you will guess all of those loopholes. It yeah. was very well written. Um it's very, very fun. Um every actor did a very good job. The, the costume designs really good uh, I just love this movie
0: I think that because we talked about Ryan Johnson a lot this might be his movie that takes like the fewest risks in that a lot of it a lot of it is taking from other murder mystery stuff like taking from clue the reference clue all of that I think it just brings it all together in such a clean fun way like it it's funny it's goofy why is Daniel Craig doing this accent I don't know but it's working yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh there is like there is stuff about like she's an immigrant there's like a, the threat of her mom being taken away and like she wins through being a good person like it's got a good message it's fun it's uh, it's a it's a very good movie I think it's it's not it's not higher because it it's not like it's not mind-blowing, I don't think. Like
1: I can't well, say any murder mystery has ever blown my mind though.
0: Yeah, I think yeah, I think p- that's partially it is like that's just a flaw of the genre is that
1: because I think I think the flaw itself, maybe this is an entirely different conversation. But I think the reason that they don't bl- ever blow your mind is because you walk in expecting some crazy convoluted twist at the end and that's usually what you get.
0: And I think part of it is like to have a twist that works in the end, it needs to be set up at least in some way. Because if it's not, you'll just feel cheated. Yeah. If it, if it was like, oh, the fucking kid from It who's like this alt-right troll killed him, you'd be like, what? Th- there's no... Like, that's not set up at all. Yeah. Or if it's like, yeah, the main girl did kill him, you'd be like, well, she was a good... Now we're saying that immigrants are... Mer- what? <laughs> <laughs> it was just really well
1: written. I can tell that this is one of those movies, as probably a lot of murder mysteries are written. I think Ryan Johnson had the end written before he had the beginning. Yeah. And he kind of worked his way up to how he got to that ending. Uh, and it totally works. I wasn't expecting it, and I don't think Jake was. Like, I feel like you'd be lying if you were like, I guessed all that shit. Like, you might know it's spoiler. Spoiler big big spoiler for this yeah Uh, skip ahead like 45 seconds if you don't want to know the end but um you might know it's Chris Evans who did it but you won't know how he did it and that's I think where the true interest is Mm
2: -hmm.
0: yeah I think like who did it it's a like it sort of is obvious because he is like the bad guy yeah throughout but yeah everything like all the reveals and stuff it, yeah, I mean we talked about it in our episode, but yeah, it's 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 just super enjoyable.
1: Yeah, uh, lots of fun on that movie. Yeah, um, my number three. Now we're in the top three, Jake. Yeah, my number three movie is Parasite. All right. Uh, I we haven't gotten a chance to like really talk about this because I just saw it. I I did a double feature, Uncut Gems and Parasite. Oh wow! Same day. Um, You've seen this before. Uh, I just saw it recently. I. Think the reason that I like this movie so much is because I have trouble like making up my mind about things. Mm -hmm. Like, if I go to eat at a buffet, then I'll put like everything (laughs) on there. Uh, and Parasite kind of scratches the itch of every. I didn't know what it was going in, I didn't know what the characters were. All I knew was it was a foreign film, and that's it. That's really all I knew.
0: People asked me to describe it to them, and I'm like, I like it's a it is a comedy it is funny you will laugh <laughs> but like it's the first also third it's also a lot of other stuff <laughs> yeah there were points of it
1: that i didn't quite understand but i don't think they were just out of nowhere i think they had a really good purpose to be there yeah and i'm not saying i didn't understand them as in like i was confused by them mm-hmm. i think like us like I think you see a pattern here with how my movies are. I like the ambiguous stuff that I feel like needs to be there. Not stuff that's just in there randomly, you know, but stuff that is ambiguous that gets me thinking and doesn't have a straight answer for what it is. In this case, it's like The Rock. Like, I was wondering what The Rock meant the whole time. Yeah. Uh, Because it definitely has some sort of symbolic significance. Um, And I liked its presence because I've gone back and forth about what I think it might be. Several times, uh, we haven't really gotten a chance to review this or talk about this um, through and through yet. Uh, but it's a very worth watching. It's very, it's a very good movie. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's this is one of those movies where you can't, you absolutely can't go in knowing anything. About it. This is <laughs> that's exactly
0: great. what I like. That's what I'll tell people is I'm like, it's funny, but I d- like I I won't tell you anything else about this. Just yeah. go watch it.
1: Yeah. I under because I think when you started talking to me about it when you wanted to review it yeah and i hadn't seen it you were like oh you need i can't say anything else you yeah and i see why uh yeah it's very good and it's super foreign like yeah. and i don't just mean that because all it's all, and all <laughs> korean i mean like the the structure of it you can tell is like not american at all yeah it's a very foreign movie
0: we have to talk we have to talk i want to rewatch this movie Then we have to talk about it well episode. we'll
1: talk about it yeah
0: uh, my number three, maybe a bit of a surprise for Darren, checking in at number three, is Joker.
1: Oh. Uh, I mean... I'm a bit surprised by that. I am surprised. Yeah. I think I know what your number one is, but...
0: Perhaps. Yeah. I think you should know my next two... I don't know.
1: I don't know your... I don't I don't think I know your number two, but uh, I think I... I'm pretty confident
0: I know okay. your number one. <laughs> um... <laughs> I mean yeah, this movie has all these things that we've been talking about, ambiguity, all that stuff. I think the reason it's not my number 1 is just that it is like such a it's so much to watch this movie and I did see it twice. But like I don't know if I'll ever watch this movie again. It's just so much like I'll talk about this more as we go forward, I guess. But like I I mean number 3 is a movie that I loved, so yeah yeah
1: um all right number two for me is honey boy yeah that's the one that's the one i don't think jake has seen this movie no. okay yeah so i like i said i reviewed this one pretty recently on the cast uh this movie honestly like i talked to a friend who had seen it too like the night i saw it and he and i was like dude i was like crying in that movie and he was like, I watched it. I, he was like, I got a little welled up, but I didn't cry. And I was like, dude, I was like crying. <laughs> and uh, like, um, it was just so, I think you need to have a certain like outlook. I think you need to have like a certain outlook on family. Okay. Um, Not saying like, it, it's going to have a different effect on you, whether like, judging by how your outlook on family is, it's going to have a different effect on you uh, person to person. Mm -hmm. And I think it hit so close to home for me because it was just like, it's not like the, it's not like the factor of the occupational thing because there is a middle, there's like a, there's a class structure comment in this movie. Mm -hmm. And I don't think, which is also parasite. We should talk about that. That's like the whole point of the movie. But like, that's (laughs) backtracking i digress uh there's a class structure comment in this movie about hollywood in general and uh it just it struck a chord with me that was like so real not based on that but based more on like he has like this dysfunctional family where he's kind of used as like like they kind of just they use their kids as like a middle ground <laughs> and like i grew up with like a family that was like divorced and stuff and i was yeah. like holy shit like this is all real this is all very real for me and i think that's why it struck more of a chord for me than the friend that i was talking to who said he just didn't cry but i was like dude i was like a week i was like weak in that movie i was like crying
0: it seems like one of those movies where you can enjoy it a lot but feel kind of not alienated, but, like, distanced from it. Yeah. But I think if you, f- like, relate to some of the issues, it really... I mean, I haven't seen it, but that's what it seems like to me, is that it could really hit close to home.
1: Yeah, it really does. It You can tell that, like, this was written... I think in my review recently, I said it was written as a therapeutic exercise for Shia LaBeouf, mm-hmm. and then they went on and made it. Um, and you can tell he put his heart and soul into, like... It's a love letter to his dad, the relationship be- between him and his dad. You think it's going to be like, I heard that and I was like, oh, it's going to be him just like saying how great his dad was. And it's like, not necessarily. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but he's you can tell he still loves his dad, but it's just like, it's such a complex relationship that they have. Uh, and I, yeah, I, I loved Honey Boy. I thought it was great.
0: I really want to see it. And like I said, I, I imagined it would make my list, but yeah. I, I can't know that. <clears throat> uh my number two i almost said okay my number two you you don't know what it is
1: uh i don't know what your number two is okay well now that you say that and i'm getting it, i think i know what it is no i,
0: I okay whatever just go ahead uh this is a, a, a movie that you haven't seen i don't think but i think you would like it a lot okay lion king the live action remake yeah okay uh wait is is Jonah Hill in that? I Seth Rogen is. Seth Rogen, fuck. Okay, never mind. I was <laughs> I was gonna try to make a connection here, but uh, uh, it's Booksmart. Um, you said you liked, but I
1: thought but I haven't seen Booksmart. I forgot that it came out this year. Yeah, I understand that was like a really good movie, though.
0: Yeah, I think, I mean, I think why I put it above Joker is just that, like, at the end of the day, I think I just like comedy more than I like drama. Yeah, I. I, I don't know what it. I think part of it is like, the the world's kind of fucked up, and I sometimes I just want to laugh, you know. You're like Joker. Yeah, it is a very Joker <laughs> take on things. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I I just really enjoyed this movie start to finish. It's it's just it's so good. It's so good. Uh, I talked about it back Uh, this was this was definitely a movie that i talked about when you weren't on the pod but it's one of those movies where you watch it and you're just like this is why i want to make like i want to make a movie that makes me feel like this that makes people feel like this it's just yeah uh
1: i just loved it that's awesome you're staying very ambiguous i'm guessing it's because you want me to see it yeah okay
0: i mean also i like i i don't think i need to go too much in detail because a lot of it like I think the plot is if you watch the trailer I think you'll get all of the plot like they're they were very serious students they want a party. That's, oh, okay. Like that's that's most of the plot and then like there's like complications getting there and all of that but like what makes it so good is the characters, the interactions between them. It's just super funny. It's like it is kind of it it's like emotional at times. It's just yeah, it, it's great. Nice um and
1: jake knows my number one it's joker yeah uh the first snickles 10 (laughs) uh it would have been what jake what i imagine jake's number one is but jake didn't uh rank jake didn't give that one a rating right away so uh it is joker that is the first snickles number 10 number that's the first snickles 10 sorry
0: i think well, I gave Booksmart ten out of ten retroactively. I think. Oh, okay. I didn't. Okay, I didn't remember that. Yeah, I think so.
1: Um, Joker is. Uh, that's the movie that I remember. Twenty nineteen, like the embodiment of movies in twenty nineteen. I'm going to remember Joker, because it's like I it it just explores the lore of gotham it explores the lore of the joker it creates the origins for him for a character who before we had this movie we believed had no origins and um it just broke a lot of storytelling rules uh like jake said it is hard to watch uh but i think i'm not in on board with like the number three spot because I do want to watch it again, even though it's hard to watch, which is how I know it's my number one, because like I came out of that going, I'm never gonna watch that again. And then <laughs> like a week later I was like, fuck, that's like a hard I'm gonna have to watch that movie again. That was a very hard movie to watch, but I need to watch it again. Um and I mean Walking Phoenix is hands down best performance. Uh I haven't seen Inherent Vice. I'm Tully's really good in that but I couldn't imagine he does...
0: I I don't think he does a better job. I
1: I don't think he does... Certainly not a better job playing the Joker in Inherent Vice. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I just got to credit it. And out of nowhere, Todd Phillips, this comedy guy, made Old School and made the Hangover movies. Yeah. And then just out of nowhere makes this drama (laughs) movie that is not only just, like, good for a comedy guy. It's just a fucking really good movie uh it's unfortunate what he said since (laughs) the movie coming out just that is unfortunate yes yeah but i've (laughs) (laughs) oh god is this like a roman polanski situation
0: (laughs) uh i don't think it's quite to that level
1: (laughs) (laughs) no definitely not um hopefully it doesn't evolve into that yeah uh but yeah i think todd phillips is a really good director i think he gets a lot of flack just because he his sense of humor is a little bit twisted he's a a little twisted uh but I think uh Joker is it just embodies um this like positive message about mental health and I think if you want to get into ambiguous things about this movie the reception of this movie is the most ambiguous thing about it because yeah. people have taken this it doesn't tell you how to take the movie like People have taken this movie very negatively and given it like one out of ten. You know, people have given or like the equivalent of one out of ten. Yeah, whatever their ranking system is. People have. It seems to be very polarizing, meaning that whoever watches it is either going to give it like an enti- a very low score because they think it's not good for society to see, or they're going to be giving it a very high score. Uh, this is a movie that like. I will never show my kids, even when they're adults. Uh, I want my kids to find this on their own. <laughs> hopefully, by the time they're adults. Hopefully not when they're still children.
0: Um, hopefully, ideal. I don't know if I'll ever have kids, but if I did, I would love to have them watch this and be like, "This isn't what society is like." That'd be,
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: that'd be great. <laughs>
1: uh, so yeah, I, I, I think, I think. Joker just has so much positivity behind it even though it's such a negative so many negative things that happen to its protagonist it's such a negative world and I can see how people take it negatively but I think ultimately it's meant to be a movie that whose message is saying we should probably look out for each other because mm-hmm. people can be going through some shit and you don't want this to happen <laughs> It's like the South Park episode, Mexican Joker. They're basically saying the same thing, but like paraphrased.
0: Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I agree with everything you said. Um. It, I, AV Club did like their bottom 20 movies of the year and Joker was on there. And I was like, that's also oh,
1: they did a worst movies of the year. Yeah,
0: that's. I, I was like, that's so fucking absurd. They did that, and then they did After. Did we talk about After on this podcast? It's the movie that's based on this girl who wrote fan fiction of the One Direction guys. And she, like, basically just inserted herself into this college where the One Direction guys were going. And they're American, and they were just there. And it got fucking made into, like, a novel and then a movie. And it's, like, so bad but they, AV Club put that on their best list? No, no, no. They put that at 19 and they put Joker at 20. And it's just like.
1: Also, oh, Joker's the best of the worst.
0: Yeah. At least. And they're like, this movie isn't actually saying anything. It's like substance-less. Look. Well, the th- uh, anyone is allowed to take. Make whatever. Have a, whatever opinion they want on a movie. Yeah. But to think that, that Joker isn't saying anything is absurd to me. That's. Yeah, that is absurd. (laughs) You can take it like I
1: said; it's totally fine if you take it negatively because a lot of it's very easy to see how people could take that movie negatively. Uh, But I think how you take it is a commentary on your place in society, meaning like, you know, it, it just it's just a reflection of ourselves how we receive that movie. And I think that movie also is so awesome to me because it had both like sjw's and (laughs) alt-right people both saying fuck this movie it's a piece of shit um case in point the av club giving it such a low rating
0: (laughs) the av Club also gave it a b score when it came out so it's like well
2: are you saying that every movie was above (laughs) a b (laughs) yeah
1: every fucking movie was a b or an a or an a plus um yeah, I, I love this movie because it caused so much commotion. And I know that's like a really like edgy, almost like contrarian thing to say. Yeah. But it's I think the reason I like that it's causing so much commotion is because it's challenging people and making people forcing people to think about whether or not they like it. And guess what? Fucking CNN. There wasn't any theater shooting. <laughs> so fuck off uh <laughs> we know how much you wanted it
0: <laughs> i talked to a friend in one of my classes she she told me she was gonna see it and then i talked to her like the week after and i was like hey did you see it and she's like yeah and i was like what do you think and she's like i don't know she's like i don't know if like it i don't know if american audiences are like should see this or are ready to see it and i'm like i think this is the exact movie that like people do need to see because it it'll like it, it's inciting so many different thoughts and like all of that i think like I don't know. I think it's a, an important movie.
1: Yeah. And the underlying theme being mental health above all, but some people could perceive it as the class, as another class. I mean, geez, all the top, all the top movies are on our list or seem to have like yeah. class, uh, some sort of a class warfare. In the case of
0: Booksmart, it's a uh, English class. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, I, I think there's a lot of social issues that could be taken into yeah. this. And it's, it does it, it does the so the subject matter justice and like yeah, Batman's not even present. Well, he is, but in a weird Bruce way. Bruce Wayne is present. Bruce Wayne is present, but not Batman.
0: Yeah, my number one, Parasite. I mean, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I I to- I totally get why you would switch Joker in this. I, again, like I I don't think like three versus one is even that big of a dip fucking whatever like it's how can you even judge like parasite versus joker while they are more similar than some movies they're 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 like totally different movies well actually
1: i'd say they're very comparable because uh the lead characters are evil and both in both movies like the the protagonists are evil people in both movies
0: okay i'm not saying that you can't i'm just saying like there is there's there's a a lot of ones foreign ones what like yeah to, i'd say in some ways to compare movies is sort of like an exercise in futility yeah like how how do you compare book smart to joker or like how do you compare jojo rabbit to joe
1: yeah i suppose
0: you can just I, I think all you can do is go off of how much you enjoyed it and i did enjoy parasite the most this year i think it i mean it makes sense i think darren if you saw it without me seeing it i think you would know you'd be like yeah this is jake's gonna love this
1: yeah, probably.
0: I, just, I think, it feels there's so many parts that feel like a lobster or a favorite sort of movie, but it's just like there's just so there's just so much going on, and it's all just like so well done. It's a gorgeous movie. Yeah. I think, like it's really funny, and I think it's. Did, did you laugh watching this movie?
1: Yeah, I did, mostly during the beginning.
0: Yeah. But I think like I think the beginning's very funny and I think it's I think it's a straight it's up
1: comedy in the beginning. It's
0: really I... hard to translate a comedy like f- a foreign comedy I think is I think that's a really difficult thing to do. Yeah. Uh And I don't want to say like especially Korean, but I think like maybe European comedy sometimes works better. Yeah. At least I don't know. I just like I think it it's so well executed. The comedy is so good. The, I, what would you even call the like it's is it drama is it horror is it well that's what i was gonna say is like it be, be, so
1: i compared i did compare this to jojo rabbit actually with my friend okay uh we talked about it right after we got out of the theater um because jojo rabbit hits this tone uh, ship- a showing i was
0: not invited to
1: yes of course <laughs> of course not why would you be uh <laughs> So, anyway, Jojo Rabbit hits this tonal shift that's like kind of just like it's like a car coming to a screeching halt. Yeah. But this was like this was like the car hitting tonal change. Like this movie hit tonal changes. Like the car had like variable transmission, and it was all smooth. <laughs> and it was like, oh, we're going. Uh, oh, we were just going twenty five miles an hour. Now we're going forty five. Whoa. Okay. All right. That that happened like very smoothly, and then it goes into the end, like the climax, and you're like. This is now a horror, and I didn't even realize it. Yeah, um, yeah, it's uh, it it uh, was really, really seamlessly transitioned each genre, and that's another reason I love this movie is because that it, you can't really put a genre to it.
0: Yeah, it's I don't know, it's very unique, and I can see why people might not like that because I I don't know, like uh, people just people like to know what they're getting into i guess sometimes some people like
1: oh yeah well that's kind of american cinema yeah in general
0: yeah so i i think like part of me liking this so well this is a fucking dumb i was gonna say part of me liking this so much is like because of who i but of course it's who because of who i am like that's how yeah like it but yeah because because it, it does start and there's like this weirdness and it does sort of have this like lobster sort of comedy that like i think it sets you up to be like okay something's gonna go weird here something's gonna i didn't know what i didn't know yeah that there'd be all those things that happen but yeah i i I really enjoyed this movie I, i have to see it again
1: uh um do you think that is going to happen where we have an episode just talking about this movie because if not there is a good point i want to bring up but
0: i i want to know if i should save it uh i don't know you say it like we script these things. We Like, as if we even talk about what movies we're going to talk about before we start <laughs> talking about them.
1: Um. Well, do, do you think I should save my my good points for this movie for, la- for a later episode? Sure. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Okay, cool. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. There it is. There's Comprehensive of the movies that we've seen.
1: <laughs> Stay tuned next episode when we do our decade list. That's, That's- going to
0: be fucking challenging
1: i already have mine i've already revised mine like five times
0: or what i'm tempted to do is just do one movie a year just do the but I, I don't know i don't know you can do it that way but i like i was such a different person 10 years ago that's what
1: i kind of took into account yeah i'm like what did i see what ha- first off I definitely haven't seen every movie that's come out in the last decade. No, (laughs) not especially not all like the good quote unquote, really good movies that are like the Oscar contenders and everything. Haven't seen all of those. Haven't even seen all the best pictures I think of the last
0: decade. So 10 years ago, I was a freshman in high school. I was a sophomore and now I almost have a graduate degree. So like, (laughs) yeah.
1: So, yeah we were definitely different people, yeah, there's a lot of revisions that need to be made, but I think that we can uh I think we can work this out. I'm gonna try, man. I just wouldn't I would take if you find something weird on the list if you're listening and you find something weird on one of our lists, just know that we're trying our best.
0: just know also that like if you don't like what's on our list, fuck you, it's our list <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly uh, uh oh, I was gonna say that my number one was midsummer as a joke.
1: I I was expecting that. Yeah. But you subverted my expectations, much <laughs> like most of the movies on this list.
0: Yeah. Uh. I think it was a good year for movies. I think there were some. I think there were forgettable movies in there. Uh, Detective Pikachu was one of them.
1: I still haven't seen it. Uh. Still haven't seen Shazam.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, you loved Shazam. You gave it a ten out of ten.
0: I didn't give it a ten out of ten, but I did really <laughs> like it. Yeah, you did like it. Um, I think it was DC getting on the right track, hopefully. I
1: totally forgot Aquaman came out this year.
0: That was last year, wasn't it? fuck was Alexa, it? Alexa, when did Aquaman come out? Aquaman, it was on December, 21st. December 21st. Oh, so it
1: was, it was like... Yeah. Interesting. So that was like beginning of this year. It bled over into the beginning yeah. of this year. Wow.
0: Would that have made you list? Fuck no! <laughs> okay.
1: I just remembered Aquaman exists. Like just oh, and then now. obviously
0: Joker's a DC movie, but I don't I don't know how much that doesn't matter. <laughs> it's a great movie. No, I'm just saying I don't know like that the other DC movies will take any cues from it. Uh, it seems
1: like they're going in that direction. I think with the new is it Matthew Vaughn who's directing the new Batman movie?
0: It seems like they're going that direction with like the new Batman movie. Can I? To bring it back to bring it back to what where we all know it's gonna end up. The guy who co wrote Rise of Skywalker also wrote Justice League and Batman vs Superman. And it's just like baffling. Like, how does this guy keep getting these massive
1: Is it David Goyer? No. Oh.
0: He co wrote uh Dark Knight, right? David Goyer. David S. Goyer. It's uh, uh let me see. Because he hasn't done many movies. It's really like Hold on. Sorry.
1: I think what it just comes down to is commitment, which Rise of Skywalker had none of that. Yeah. I mean,
0: (laughs) we've been over this. Now
1: we're going over. Now we're treading over. Chris Terrio. Oh, that sounds familiar. He wrote Argo.
0: So callback. Wow. How do you? I mean, I guess that happens a lot. He wrote he had additional screenplay material for Heights, a movie I've never heard of. Hmm. Then screenplay, Argo, Batman vs. Superman, Justice League, Star Wars, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. How, how do I get that career? <laughs> yeah, well,
1: hey, <laughs> that's the that's the, uh, the whole point of our lives right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wait until think... Snickles blows up, baby. <laughs> and we're not even going to be worrying about that.
0: I think this year I think it was a good year for movies. I don't think it was a great year for comedies. I don't think I mean looking back on it there's definitely no, I mean JoJo really. Rabbit was funny and I I think that there was definitely comedy in the dramas that we liked. Yeah. But in no way would I call Joker a comedy.
1: I mean no. <laughs> um
0: uh, so I wonder He
1: thinks it's a comedy. Joker thinks it's a comedy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I wonder next year if we will have some more comedy because there is there is this thing where like a top 10 list shouldn't have comedies because they're not serious movies. But I think I think the Snuggles boys have shown that they're they don't give a fuck about that. Hobbs and Shaw is arguably a comedy. OK. Yeah. I'm not, uh, I'm, not I'm just saying that it, it was very drama heavy.
1: Uncut Gems has like signs of a very dark comedy. Darren. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm just, just I'm just
0: hoping for like a good comedy revival. Just like some some fucking straight comedies.
1: Well, I think we are the guys to do it. Yeah. Um, Knives Out's a comedy. I call Knives Out, like, a comedy.
0: Mate, okay, there was a lot of, like, genre comedy, like, murder mystery comedy. I guess, yeah, but overall, it was, like, funny. Like, the whole movie was funny, like, throughout. Yes, but this is what I'm...
1: I kind of considered it just a comedy walking out, though. Maybe. I was like, it's a comedy with murder mystery. I didn't say there
0: weren't any comedies, Darren. I just think it was a drama-heavy year.
1: Yeah, it was.
0: Um, uh, do you? This will be our first episode of the new year. Do you have any thoughts on going into the new year? Any genuine advice or anything?
1: Just be the best you you can be. Um, uh, try to accomplish everything you can. I know I'm going to stick my nose to the grindstone. I have more. I have re- more recently than ever been trying to stick my nose yeah. to the grindstone just to prepare for 2020. Uh, it's not going to be the 1920s, so. Get rid of that thought out of your head. Uh, get Just burn it. Burn that thought down uh, completely. Don't expect it to be the 1920s. It's not going to. And if it does, then we are in trouble. Um, and if 2020 doesn't go the way you want it to go, then it's not the end of the world. Yes, it sucks, you know, but try to improve next year.
0: Uh... With with the idea of 2020, let's just keep perfect vision. Uh, just keep uh, keep your nose on the grindstone, but keep your eyes up. Keep your eyes on the future. Keep your eyes on the ball. Uh, take it one day at a time. Have a plan for overall. Uh, I I hope I hope that with the new the new decade we get. I hope it's a more positive outlook. That'd be. I don't think. I I I think it's bullshit people are like oh then decades mean. decades don't mean anything
1: no but they don't it's would... just seasons it's just a marker <laughs> of seasons
0: i would love it if 2020 we could just all be better to each other just be better people be nicer yeah uh we're, we're off to a great start because there won't be a star wars movie released i don't think so that'll cut down on 50 percent of the hate on twitter
1: lots of series though lots of series is yes, planned that's true uh also, I think Deadpool 3 might get a trailer in 2020. Ooh.
0: 2020 will be the year where we talk about Star Wars every episode.
1: Yeah,
2: that's
0: uh, true. Yeah, I just... Just be nice, be good to yourself, be good to others. Uh, also, let's all just fucking remember that time that Clint would talk to an empty chair. What was up with that? Wait, what? Yeah, he 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 was at like the Republican convention. He was talking to an empty chair, pretending it was Obama.
1: What? <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: and then and then he's gone on to make like coherent movies since then. So I don't know what was going on.
1: Okay. Yeah, my friend just saw Richard Julie Said it was very good.
2: Yeah.
0: Another movie I'm excited to see. Uh. Keep your keep your nose down. Keep your eyes up.
1: Keep your nose down. Keep your nose clean. Yes. Uh clean
0: nose nose down eyes up eyes forward eyes present
1: phone away the phone's yeah. away pay attention
0: yes uh we we at the snickles family love you
1: merry happy merry happy holidays yeah uh
0: also okay if someone says merry christmas that's not offensive cuz no, they just it's want not. you they just want you to have a good day on christmas like yeah fucking everyone's an idiot these days
1: oh yeah and uh if someone says happy holidays... Also not offensive. Also not offensive. <laughs> <laughs> they want you to have happy holidays. Oh, God. Uh... <laughs> um, uh, Take it from the Snickles boys. That's what our new sign-off do, should do be. Do you want to make
0: a resolution, Darren, for the year that you'll stick to?
1: My resolution is to figure out what the fuck my life is about. That's good. Figure out where the fuck my life is going.
0: Cool. I'm gonna I'll get a I'll get a job in in the business this year.
1: That's more what I meant by like figuring <laughs> out where my life is
0: going. Because I th- I feel
1: like if it doesn't happen the next year or if I at least don't have a foot in the door, yeah. then um it's gonna change. It's gonna change <laughs> drastically.
0: Uh another long one. Not not quite as long, not the two hour behemoth that was the last episode. Where we at? Uh it's like an hour thirty. Jeez, okay. Wow. Uh I love you all. And uh remember.
1: Let's find out.
0: In the Rivers of Community World.
1: Uh, I'm trying to change it. Bye! Bye.